What's going on, world family? Thank you for checking out Journey of the Mindset. If you're listening to Journey of the Mindset, the podcast, or any of the podcast platforms, you can also see the video on YouTube at 143 Speaks. I appreciate all of your support from my 143 Speaks followers. You guys are amazing. Know that you are loved and your life is love. Love is what guides the world. Until next time, world family, I love you. Stay safe. Peace. Hey, world family, let me stop you right there. This is part two to walk in your purpose if you have not listened to part one go to season three episode three and listen to part one before you move on to this enjoy yeah i seen someone lately i don't remember her name and i didn't get to watch the whole live it was really long we were talking about the princess syndrome where females feel like oh you know from when you're growing up to oh the princess gets the happily ever after the little girl gets whatever she wants and then we grow up with the same mentality and we feel like we're waiting for prince charming right and then we sit back and we don't think about, you know, ourselves. We don't think about, okay, what can I bring to the table? It's all about, oh, no, what Prince Charming is going to bring to the table. So we sit in here, just like the guy in the boat you were talking about, and we're looking, mm-hmm. we're like, oh, no, I don't like, I don't want the boat. I don't want the helicopter. I want the, the biggest, like, yacht. I don't want the cruise ship. It needs to be a yacht. And you know why? Because I'm deserving of a yacht and I need a yacht. Well, why in the world should you get a yacht? Like, what do you bring to the table? Mm-hmm. You don't want to bring mm-hmm. nothing to the table, but you want everything given to you on a platter. And then you want to yep. get mad and say, God, I've been praying for a spouse for X, Y, and Z, which thank I that was not my experience. I didn't pray for a spouse. <laughs> my mind wasn't there. But yeah. a lot of people, that's their experience. Like they're literally praying for spouses. And they're not thinking about, and it's it's a simplest lesson that I learned in Sunday school, right? Years ago. The teacher was like, Marriage is not about what you can get, but it's about what you can bring to the table. Mm. So why are you over here thinking about, oh, I want him to be six feet. I want him to be chocolate. I want him to have this degree, whatever it is. Everyone has their own thing, right? What are you bringing to the table? What can you do? Oh, you know, I'm good with budgeting or, you know, um, I'm a good planner or I'm a good organizer. Like, what can you bring to the table? What can you offer the person? And we don't think Mm -hmm. about these things. And then we get mad at God when we don't get what we want. Like, Mm -hmm. it's not according to his will for you to have Mm -hmm. that. He knows Mm -hmm. that you can't get the yacht because you get the yacht, what's going to happen? You can't afford the yacht. Or you're not going to organize. You're going to mash up the yacht. Or you don't even know how to drive a yacht. You're going to crash it. Like, God doesn't give us things for a reason. He does it to save us. (laughs) And we get mad at him. Because we feel like we're entitled. We're not entitled to anything mm-hmm. at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. want to add that part. <laughs> no, 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 no. You light it on fire. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. All right. So now, now I'm gonna I'm gonna switch it over right to, to this topic right here. Um, because okay. I, I really want to get this in. Um, there's a lot of people out there that has a very, very difficult time with forgiveness. Forgiving mm-hmm. someone from doing something wrong to them, um, forgiving someone, um, and this is one that I've I've recently heard. Um forgiving someone for actually passing away. So um, mm. there are people that actually get upset because their significant other, their spouse or someone that's close to them, their friend actually passed away. Um, forgiving things that happened in the past, forgiving, forgiving someone for, um, or not even, yeah, we'll stick with the someone because there's a, there's a reason why I'm, I'm rounding up to that. Forgiving someone okay. for, for touching you inappropriately, for, um, for, for, for abusing you. Um, um, for 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 saying terrible things to you, for for making you look a certain type of way, how do you, how do you how do you work in forgiveness, faith in God? Okay, um, for me, I can only come from like my experience with that. Um, I didn't experience anyone like abusing me 
in a sexual way or anything like that, you know, thank God, um, because my parents or my mother, she experienced that when she was a kid. So that's something that she really shielded us from to make sure it never happened because she went through that a lot as a child. But for me, I can come to that place from my relationship with my father. Now, excuse me if I cry because my dad, um, excuse me, <laughs> my dad just passed away in October. Um, no, it's fine. It's just still like, you know, really new. But um, I think it was actually the question about forgiveness. The one thing that I regret that I didn't do was let him know that I forgave him. I never got to tell him that. I feel like I showed him that because I invited him to come to my home. I invited him to come over for dinner. But I feel like because maybe he felt like we never forgave him, that he was ashamed. Because my father dealt with um, a crack cocaine addiction his whole life. Um, and that's why he wasn't in our lives because he was struggling with this addiction. And I had to come to terms with forgiving my dad when I came to Christ because I thought I forgave him before, but I didn't because I was still very angry with him. You know, I felt like, and I can I only speak for myself. I don't know exactly what my siblings felt like because we're all the same. We all internalize. So we, yeah. we're, the, we're the strength for everybody, but we don't talk about how we feel, which we're working on now, but it's something that we all have an issue with. Um, so I don't know how they felt about it, but at one point I hated my father because I felt like he chose drugs over me. You know, I felt like, why wasn't I good enough for you to choose me? Like, I'm your kid, you know, like I share your DNA. It's drugs that strong that you have to take, you gotta choose that over me. And I was angry with him for a long time, you know, watching my mom struggle, watching her work, you know, a full-time job and have to come home and cook and clean and do all these things. And then even when, like, she would reach her breaking point and she would get upset with us because, you know, we're not doing our chores or we're not, you know, um, we're not listening. We're not, you know, being the, you know, her rules and everything. And she would get upset and say, you know, she's trying her best. She's doing this all on her own. Our father's not here, which, you know, she did always tell us to respect our dad. She always told us at the end of the day, no matter what, he's a father. But she would have a moment of frustration where it was like, you know, he's not here. I'm doing my best. And you guys are taking me for granted. And I'll get angry with him because I'm like, where are you, you know? But what I can say to forgiveness is that it took God to really help me to know to, I have to forgive my dad. Because God, he forgives us in all the things that we do. We all have our shortcomings. We all have our things that we do that isn't pleasing to God. But nonetheless, he loves us the same. God's love doesn't change for us because we messed up. God's love doesn't change for us because we didn't go to church for a year. He loves us the same way, even though we mm -hmm. haven't been in church for an entire year. His love doesn't change. And if we want to accept God's love, the word of God lets us know that we have to know and we have to forgive other people. So I remember when I was like, after I got saved and I you know, received Jesus in my heart, I really wanted his Holy Spirit in my heart. And I don't know, in all churches, it's not something people do, but they, you know, you would ask for the Holy Spirit. And I would see people get that, like, that blessing, and I just couldn't get it. And I remember going to the altar and praying and saying, God, like, what is left in my heart? Like, what's there? And one of the things he showed me was that I didn't completely forgive my dad. There was still mm -hmm. unforgiveness there. And he literally showed me this. It was him, and it was another, my ex-best friend. It was those two individuals that I had to forgive. And once I said, okay, God, like, I, I, I forgive them. Like, once I really forgave them, because God knows our hearts. He knows what's in there. We can say we forgive a person, but he knows if it's real. 
So he, when he showed me that, okay, you still have some hate in your heart. You still have some animosity towards them. That's when I was able to really receive his spirit in my life. That's when I got filled with the Holy Ghost. I, after I really forgave them and said, okay, God, I give it all to you. I really forgive them. You know, because you forgive me and all the things that I do. So how can I be angry at them? Yeah. It's a story in the Bible where, um, and I don't remember the scripture, the gentleman, um, basically, he owned basically a king, right? He, he owned, the guy wasn't a king, but he was like a really rich individual in the community. He owed him money. And, and, and the rich individual was like, you need to pay me my money. And he begged and pleaded. And he was like, you know, I don't have it. Please don't hurt you know, my family. I'm going to get the money to you. So the guy showed him grace. And the guy was like, fine, you don't have to pay me now. I'm going to give you a longer time to pay off your debt. That's what the rich guy says. Then the individual who the rich guy pardoned, he goes home and he's not rich, but he has a servant. And the servant is like, oh, master, you know, I know I owe you this money, but I don't have it right now. And what the individual did is instead of showing grace, like the rich person did, he basically threw his servant into jail. He did not forgive his servant. Mm -hmm. He did not show any grace. And that story in the Bible showed us, because this is what happened to the individual. What ended up happening is that word got out to the rich person what the individual did. And he was like, how I forgave you for what you did. And then you turned around and threw your servant into jail. Like, how do you do that when I just forgave you of your debt? And he mm -hmm. ended up taking that individual and casting that individual into outer darkness. So there, God is showing us that you cannot look for my forgiveness and my love and not extend it to other people. Okay. You cannot do that. So going back to the forgiveness thing, that's, I would say forgive because my only regret for my dad is that I never actually sat down with him face to face and told him, I forgive you. I wish I had got that opportunity to do that. Because I don't know, maybe it would have made a difference. I don't know. God knows all things. But I would say forgive because, you know, life is short and you don't know. So yeah. if you have the opportunity to forgive someone today, just do it. Because you don't, you don't know what can happen tomorrow. Life is not promised, you know? You, 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 you uh, first off, I want to thank you for, um, for sharing your story and um, becoming vulnerable and, and definitely sharing that. Um, it, it is really, it's so true, um, you know, a, and I, I don't, I don't, I really never wanted to speak about this more so because it is a podcast, so it's a possible chance that she might see it, whatever. So it is what it is. But um, so I, I moved to my sister's house, and I was going through a very, very difficult time. I was living there, stayed, stayed over my welcome longer than what I was supposed to. Um, and there was an altercation. We got into it, or whatever the case may be, and I was kicked out. So mind you, I had her, her vehicle um, that she had lent me when I first moved up there because I was going through a difficult time. So I wound up leaving with her vehicle. Uh, me and my girlfriend and I kept my clothes inside of my um my car and my girlfriend's mother allowed me to stay you know in the house um the apartment with them the only thing is her father was away and her father um was going to come back home like in a month or so so I had to make mm -hmm. sure that I was gone before then and um I remember I would be so angry walking back to the car praying that nobody broke into the car because that's where all my belongings was I didn't want to bring it up to my yeah. girlfriend's mother's house because I didn't want to overwhelm them it's not my house and mm -hmm. um I would be, I, I would just be so angry with my sister. Like, how, how could you throw your own flesh and blood out? Like, how can you do that? You know, and I would go to look for apartments. And when I tell you, they would tell me no, because I didn't, my credit score wasn't good. And I must've seen at least five apartments and it was no, 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 mm. no, no. And I remember I was on my way to work one day and I was listening to T.G. Jakes and he was talking, I believe it was the book of Job, how his brothers, basically just 
threw him into a hole and left him there to die. And he was down there in pain, almost died. Mm. Oh, um, Joseph. Was, yeah, Joseph, I'm sorry. And yeah. um, uh, he was in a dungeon and, you know, he, he he's sitting in there and going through all of this stuff and mm-hmm. developing all of that anger for his brothers to see them again, to be able to forgive them. And T.D. Jake said something that made me cry. The moment he said it, he said, forgiveness is not for the other person. Forgiveness is for you. Forgiveness is for you to say, I'm letting go of these bad feelings or these feelings of hurt, these feelings of pain that you inflicted on me. I'm letting Mm -hmm. go of that because the only way I'm going to be able to move forward in my life is by me unleashing those ball and chains and allowing me to be free from the situation. And I called my sister and I asked her, could I go up, you know, to talk to her? And when I went up there, very uncomfortable situation. We didn't even really get a chance to even talk. But I went up there so she can see me. I seen her. We said hi. We were very civil. But on my way home, this was a Thursday. Her father comes back on a Friday. On my way home from my sister's house, I'm sitting there and I'm like thinking like, what am I going to do come tomorrow? Like they, they, done, they, they didn't tell them I was there. You know, they looked out for me, you know, this whole time. Like, I'm just going to tell them I'm going to sleep in my car. And it was an overwhelming feeling. That 45-minute ride yeah. was an overwhelming feeling. And I woke up Friday morning, 5 o'clock in the morning, got ready for work. On my way to my car, I get a te- an email from one of the apartments that I looked at. And the lady said that I was approved for the apartment if I could pay two months of security. No problem. Wow. Not only did she say that, because it was nowhere near the first yet, not only did she say that, she said, you can move in right away and you don't have to pay rent until the first. Wow. And when I tell you, I don't know if you've ever seen that Will Smith movie, um, the, 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 the Pursuit of Happiness, when yes. he finally said, that's the way I felt. Like, that's the way I felt. And I've, the power, let me tell you, for anybody that's listening to this, watching this, that, mm-hmm. that's going through something, when I tell you the power of prayer and the power of God is something that is so real. It is so yes. real. Right when you were at that thin line, when you think it's all over, your prayer, your humbleness, your strength of prayer, it will happen. It may not happen the way you want it to happen, but it will happen. But forgiveness is definitely a big part in your role and yes. of being on your journey and growth. You know, it is. And, um, you know, I, I applaud you within itself um, for, for, for even, you know, for even trying, for, you, for even humbling yourself to saying, you know what, my father had this, but you know what, it's me. It's me that has to do the shifting of the change. It's me that has to do the shifting of the mindset because if you didn't shift your mindset and you didn't start to look at self and you continue to look at him, 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 you would have just continued the, the blaming, buffering in that situation. And you you would, it. it's just not a good feeling. You know, my grandmother died yeah. and there was a lot of un, un, unsaid things that I wasn't able to say to her. We didn't, you know, she didn't pass on with bad terms, but our conversations just meant so much to me that the questions that I had to ask could no longer be asked, you know? Yeah. And um, I, I, I'm one to believe that um, she's definitely walking with me on this journey. Um, yeah. I, I definitely want to get into your podcast. What made you... Oh, go ahead. No, no. Yeah, so I want to hear what you got to say. say. I, love, I love your conversation. Let's go. <laughs> I wanted to say with the forgiveness too, is that in forgiving my dad, like I was able to see all the good qualities that he does have, did have, you know? I was able to see... Like, you know, you get these, you get these good qualities from him too. Not just your mom, like, you know, your work ethic, being a hard worker, you know, knowing about what family means. I got all that stuff. We got all that stuff from him. 
So it wasn't all bad. And then God had to show me too, like, this is, uh, just like we talked earlier about consistency and struggle. This is a battle for him. This is his struggle. That's, that's what his struggle was. And you cannot condemn him for that. Like, this is all God just, like, downloading and just telling him, like, you cannot condemn your dad because he struggled with this. You have your own struggles, you know? And the same way I, you know, saved you and I, you know, heal other people, I can do the same for him, you know? And I, you know, I spent the time during that, like, after, you know, forgiving him wholly and being in church and everything, I spent the time, you know, praying for him and asking God to, like, really help him on his journey. And then when he did pass in October and I was talking to my um, my pastor, you know, me and my family, we sat down, with, you know, with him to let him know what was going on and everything and what was going on with the family. And, you know, I thank God for my church family because they were such a great support system during mm-hmm. that time. You know, I have a big family, but most of my family is not in New York. My family is like all over the place. And because of COVID, they couldn't even be here for the funeral yeah. and stuff. So my church yeah. family really stepped in and they were really the ones like, um, my apostle, um, Larry A.G., and his wife, Wanda A.G., you know, my associate pastor, Larry, was there. Um, my praise and worship team that I'm on, they were there for me. Like, our church family really stepped in and filled that gap where our family couldn't. And when we were talking to my pastor about, you know, what happened to my dad, he told us, like, how do you know that he didn't make it right with God? You don't know. Mm. You know, only God knows what happened mm. in a person's last breath. Yeah. So he was like, just, you know, just focus on that and just sit on that that you don't know you know your guy ha- your dad had a struggle but you don't know what god did for him you guys were praying you never know so i just wanted to say that part there you know yeah. that's why it's important to forgive too because you can pray for that individual and you don't know what god could do in their life yeah that that that, and i'm happy you you were able to add that because that was very very powerful within itself i definitely am i appreciate that a lot that that was that was really powerful like you it's like what you come up with your own perception the way you think his mental state or his mentality is, you know, at the day he, he it, it, the pastor was absolutely right. You know, you don't know what conversations, you know, he was having with God. I'm, wow. I, I've never, um, I never thought about that. And it's funny yeah. because it's us as humans, like we have our own conversations with God, but we never think like, oh, somebody else is probably having, a, you yeah. know, their own, you and know, then, that, that, yeah. Right. And then when we went to his residence, it's funny, our pastor told us that before we actually went out, because my dad lived in Brooklyn. So before we actually went to his residence and like, you know, go through his things and, you know, find his paperwork, trying to get stuff together. He had Bibles, like, all over his room. Um, he had, like, um, did he, like self-help books. He had DVD, self-help DVDs. So, obviously, he was trying to do better, you nice. know? So, just yeah. leaving that there, yeah. Nice, nice. All right, so I want to dive into your podcast. Um, yeah. I, I, I can brag about it, but I can tell you right now, I love it. <laughs> the, I, the, the, the episode that grabbed me, I think it was... I think it might have been the second episode. It was the second Why, episode. Okay. Why the church can't save you? That one? Yeah. Um, it was okay. bold. It was bold. <laughs> I, I um, very bold. And <laughs> so I want you to talk a little bit about your your podcast. One, what what you're doing, what what it's about. But I, I'm 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 a hundred percent interested in <laughs> what made you start it. Okay. So I'll start with the what made me start it. What made me start the podcast is that I I love podcasts in general. And um I always wanted to do I one two things I told God that I would like to do if I didn't have to work a regular job and he was asking me whatever it is you want to do in life, you know. I said I want to be a podcaster and an author. I want to write books. And um 
I'm naturally, I don't think I'm as shy as I used to be, but I used to be really shy growing up. You know, like my inner circle who know me, I'm not shy to them. But people who don't know me, I'm very shy. And when it comes to me walking up to someone on the street and telling them about Jesus, like, it's like this one of the scariest things ever because, you know, you don't know how that person is thinking. You don't know how they're going to react. And it's like, you know, the enemy uses that to just shut me down. You know, sometimes yeah. I can do it, but it takes a lot of confidence and a lot of like building up to go up to somebody. Like God would say, oh, just tell that person I love them. And it takes so much for me to just do that, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> because I'm a shy person naturally. But I was like, you know, if I do a podcast and tell and share my faith with people, then that way I can do it on a larger scale. And then I'm behind a mic. It's not as intimidating <laughs> as walking to somebody on the street. Same here. I did the same thing. Yeah. I had the same thing. <laughs> so coupling that aspect and then coupling the aspect where, like, I love to, you know, tell stories. I love to share with people. And I love to hear people's, like, ideas and what they think about certain things. And so that's two different things. And then the third thing is being a, a young person in Christ, you know? Being a young person in Christ and just seeing what my peers go through, um, the ones who are in church, the ones who have left church, the ones who are in the middle and seeing like, you know, there's conversations that need to be had. You know, the other young lady who was on my podcast, Natasha, and we were talking about her and she was just talking about her different struggles and everything. Um, and I brought her on and I bring bringing other people on, even yourself, because as young people in Christ, like we go through so much, but. We go through it like outside of the church. And then once we come inside the church, we're expected to be perfect. Mm-hmm. And we're expected to just not talk about those things. And I really wanted to create a platform. So with those three things coupled together, I wanted to create a platform where people can know like you have purpose regardless of who you are. It doesn't matter your skin color. It doesn't matter your religion. It doesn't matter where you're from. It doesn't matter what you've done. God created each and every one of us with a purpose. And it's the things that we have done in life that he brings all together to complete our purpose. So my podcast is really just letting people know that they have a voice and that, you know, they look to God. Like, I don't, I don't push Jesus on people like, oh, you have to serve Jesus, you have to serve Jesus. I just tell them my experience and just talk about my experience with God. And then they can make the choice for themselves if they want to experience him too, you know? But I let them know because of my relationship with God is why I'm now walking in my purpose. I don't think I've reached my full purpose, but definitely I'm walking on the, I'm now on the path for it. And that's what my podcast is really about. Just encouraging people that they have a purpose and sharing real stories about what we go through in church that I'm a Christian, but I'm not perfect. I'm far from perfect. Mm. The only difference Mm. between me and you is that I like, I seek a relationship. I have a relationship with Jesus and I seek after him on a daily basis because I have this relationship. That's the only difference, but I gotta, I run into hardships too, you know, I run into family issues that need to be resolved sometimes too, you know, sometimes, you know, my money is tight too, and you know, I just gotta trust God to do it, but having God on that path with me makes the path a lot easier, and it makes it a lot more, how can I say, I don't want to say bearable, but it makes it a lot more, less anxiety. Because mm-hmm. I have a hope in someone I know who can't fail, as opposed to having to just depend on myself and I have to get the job done. And me and my husband's like, oh, we have to make sure this is paid and we have to make sure that's paid. As long as we are working and doing what we got to do. And even in that, throughout the pandemic, like for everybody, work was crazy. Like most of yeah. the thing worked for most of the year, but yet we have a roof over our head. We have clothes over on our backs. 
we have Christmas coming and we're at least able to buy one gift, you know, and it's not even about the gifts, but the fact that we can still like decorate our homes and stuff for Christmas, all of that is God's grace. That That's not me. That's not because I worked hard all year because I literally did not, almost did not work at all this year. That's God. Yeah. And I can just tell my story. So that's what my platform is all about. All those things put together. <laughs> so I, I know that, I know that they got to ask. So where can they find you at? Oh, they can find me on, well, on Instagram, my handle is Perfectly Purpose Podcast. And then on Twitter, my handle is A Perfect Purpose. So, and then from there on my Instagram, my link tree is there and it will lead you to my website and to Apple and Spotify and then all my other platforms. And don't worry, if y'all listening or y'all watching, I'm going to definitely put it down in the, um, in, in the subscription. So don't worry about it. Um, I, I, I think that, um, you, you brought a lot of value to this, um, to this podcast. Um, oh, to God. No. I, I, I always expect for, um, for things to turn out well. Um, and I, I know we, you know, I was texting you earlier today, but you know, this morning was just yeah. you know, all over the place. I, I've only had three hours of sleep. I was trying to edit and get oh. YouTube up because the, the, the season finale wasn't, you know, rolling over or whatever the case may be. So I wound up going to sleep at three o'clock, waking up at six o'clock. And then I decided, Hey, you know what? While it's still uploading, let me clean out the turtle tank. That turned into <laughs> cleaning out the turtle tank, cleaning out the bathroom, cleaning out the whole. So it was just like <laughs> a whole, uh, a whole mess. But um, one thing that um, I kept pushing me today, and it was saying, "Don't you make up an excuse? Don't you cancel? You make sure you you get on there today. You make sure you do it. Today's your day." And I kept on telling myself that, and telling myself that, and telling myself that, and it happened. And I'm so thankful because you you no gave problem. a lot of great 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 information and i know that the listeners and viewers are going to really appreciate this i i i truly thank you but before you off the hook there's something that we do here (laughs) on journey of the mindset where i usually step away from the camera and step away from the mic and give you 60 seconds with my viewers and listeners and just pouring out whatever just lands on your heart so being that i can't walk away from the camera and cut off the mic what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna cut (laughs) off the mic and cut off the camera and i'm gonna give you 60 seconds to just, and you don't have to use the full 60 seconds, but whatever lands on your heart right now, I just want you to pour it into my listeners and my users. So, you ready? Uh, okay. It's the I'm hot ready. seat. This is the hot seat. It is the hot right. seat. This is. Wait. <laughs> Why is my, okay, my mouse wasn't working. All right. I'm going to step away <laughs> in five, four. Oh, boy. Okay, I'm oh stepping boy. away now. Bye. <laughs> All right. Go, okay. I'm, okay. So, you know, all I want to leave with you guys is to have hope and to have faith. Cause I know that this year was hard for everybody. Like because of COVID-19, we're all on, we all were placed on almost an even plane. Still not so much because, you know, when it comes to economics and stuff, not all of us, some of us, you know, we got money in the bank to last. I'm not one of the somebodies who have that, but really just having faith and hope and trusting in Jesus has really pulled me and my family through this year. Like it's pulled me and my husband through this year. It's pulled my siblings. It's pulled my mom. Um, you know, earlier I spoke about my dad passing away and even that and having to pull through that. Like, it's really just thank God because we could have just, between COVID-19, not having, not, not working, not having our usual income, trying not to catch COVID-19, then my dad all of a sudden passing away, all the things that come when a loved one passed away. It's been a hectic year. And if it wasn't for Jesus, you know, and me having a relationship with him, I probably would have lost it. I probably really would have fell apart. But because of him, he was my strength and he kept me 
And the same way he kept me, he can keep you. Like, I'm nobody special. Like, I'm just Annie. Um, and if God can do it for me, he definitely can do it for you. He didn't choose me out and say, okay, I, I'm only doing it for her or people like her. No, he laid down his life and picked up his life again for all of us to have this love, to have this promise, and to have this freedom. So the word I want to leave with you today is to have hope and faith in Jesus. And as you go into 2021, to take him with you. I know a lot of people, um, churches have the tradition of having watch night service where you bring in a new year in church. I'm not saying it because I'm a Christian. That's what I do. But I'm saying it because it really makes a difference. I remember he said one thing. I'm telling you like 20 things. I remember when I went to my first watch night service years ago and it was awkward for me because I was used to turning up and bringing in the new year, hanging out with my friends and lighting up and smoking up and drinking up and getting lit. I remember those years and the first New Year's Eve in church, I felt so out of place. But after the ball dropped and everything, I just felt so good. And I felt a difference and a change. And I couldn't explain it, but I just knew that it was going to be a better year. So I just want to leave with you guys to let it be a better year. Like going to 2021 and all throughout this 2021, keep Jesus at the head of your life. Put him at the head of your life and you'll see the difference. You'll see a change. I promise you. All right, I'm done. <laughs> the takeover. I love it. 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 Powerful message. Powerful, powerful message. Well, Miss Annie Walker, I appreciate you, you for coming on. You, 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 you gave a lot of great information and I'm definitely, I, I know for a fact, we'll definitely be working with each other um, later yes. on in the future. Um, if you really, really want to hear some good stuff, I'm telling you right now, Perfectly Purpose Podcast, check it out. It's really, really good. Check out the Instagram. I'm going to put it in the description. And people, show some love. Show some love. Like, share, subscribe. Like, get this information out thank here. We're you, out here. We're you. spreading a good word because we really, really are passionate about yeah. helping people. So, but we need everybody that listens to this stuff to really push it. We're not doing it for no. views. We're not doing it to get money mm -hmm. from YouTube. We're doing it because we really, really enjoy and love what we do. Yeah. So, well, family, until next time, if you're going through a hard situation and you land on your, and you, uh, it's been a while. Okay, hold on. Let me bring it back. Let me bring it back. And I'm not even going to edit it. I'm going to keep it just <laughs> like that. Here we go. Until next time, world family, if you're going through a hard time and you fall, make sure you land on your back so you can look back in the direction that you should be going in. Les Brown said that, and I'm a firm believer. Yeah. Peace. Bye, guys. <laughs>